Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. The 31st of January was a very interesting day for two reasons. The first reason is that there was supposed to be a super moon, which was also a blue moon, and a, a red moon, or a turquoise moon, and an eclipse. I'm not sure. All things were supposed to happen at once. It was supposed to be a a moon, super moon. And we were going to go see the super moon because every time there's been a super moon before, we ended up missing it. Like we would yes. hear about the super moon and then like, okay, we got we got to see that super moon. And then at the end of the, oh, we missed the super moon. This time we did not miss it though. And Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, we did. But uh, we actually decided, okay, the super moon is going to be visible between five and seven-ish in the morning. So we actually got up at five in the morning. Uh, got it in our car, and that's pretty early for us. I used to get up that early when I was working elsewhere before I was doing Hollenspiel full time, which was terrible. And since then, uh, since I work from home, we both work from home, we don't get up that early normally. Uh, but we did on the 31st, and got in our car and went driving west because most people will be able to see it the further west you are. And we did not see the supermoon. Saw a lot of cloud cover. Saw a lot of clouds. There yeah. were no stars. There was no moon. It was yeah. it was pretty disappointing. It was. <laughs> now, you've actually seen a super moon before. Yes. I was driving home from Ann Arbor. Maybe it was in the winter. Might have been the fall. <laughs> I don't remember exactly when, but it was um, 12 o'clock at night. And, wow, it was huge. It was gorgeous. It uh, kept me company all the way home. It was still pretty large when I got back to the house. Not that, not as large as it was when it popped up over the horizon. Whoo, it was humongous. Have you ever seen one? I have not. No, not as far as I'm aware. I don't think I've ever seen one. I've seen moons that seem bigger than, than, than normal, but nothing that was like, you know, this huge super moon thing. Which, it seems there's more awareness of that now than there was a few years ago. It seems like... Uh, a few years ago, if you were on Facebook or Twitter, they weren't really talking about supermoons. And now, whenever there's a supermoon, everyone's all supermoony. Yeah. Well, from time to time, you can see the moon uh, as it comes up, being larger than once it gets up, mm -hmm. farther in the sky. Uh, some of that has to do with the atmosphere. It um, amplifies the image, so the moon looks larger, but not like supermoon. We'll see one together eventually. Just yeah, didn't sure. happen this time. We got got really early, and we did yeah. not get back to sleep. So we kind of were like running on fumes. Uh, that moon was not as big as the two previous supermoons in December and Jan in earlier in January. At least as far as we know, we didn't see them. It wasn't supposed to be. It was going to be a little bigger, but it was going to be red. The other thing that happened on January thirty first is we released Table Battles Wars of the Roses. So uh, we had that set to go. I sent the newsletter at 5 in the morning and had everything set so that when we got home, we already had some orders for it. And uh, we had quite a few orders uh, that day in the next few days. Yeah. You know, quite a few, yeah. A lot of people seem to be really excited for anticipating the game. And that's always a, a good feeling when there's already kind of a buzz built up with the game. A lot of our games, you know, we'll release them. And then people will get excited as they get on the table and play it. And you start to hear some word of mouth about it. And that 
leads to uh, an increase in sales for us and an increase in uh, awareness of our products. So to have that kind of front-loaded happening before the thing released, that's wonderful. That's happened a few times for us, and uh, every time it just kind of knocks me over that, you know, wow, these people are really excited about something that we have something to do with, and in this case, a game that I was the designer of. Because I'm not used to... I'm still not used to people, like, being excited about my stuff. When we started Hollenspiel, we knew we'd be publishing a fair number of my games... But we figured the games from the outside designers would be the ones that would be our real breadwinners. And uh, it's nice that I'm pulling my weight, as it were. <laughs> you know, that's an interesting feeling. One thing some people have mentioned about table battles, and some of my other games in particular, is that there's a tendency for there to be a sort of deadlock in the game where um, I'm trying to do something and you're trying to do something. We're both preventing each other from doing things. There's kind of a loop and kind of a pushing at each other until one person manages to push through the other one and get stuff done. And this is by design. This is something that the game really is about and focused on. And some people don't find it as interesting as I do or as other people do. And that's okay. But that's one of the reasons why I was really kind of surprised Tail Bales took off the way that it did. Because that kind of deadlock as decision space is so integral to the game experience, to what the game is. Um, and something you also get in games like Optimates at Popularis, uh, This Guilty Land, which I'm working on. The game is about frustrating the other person and them frustrating you right back until one of you can push through it and no longer be frustrated. And so it's, it's, it's frustration as, as a game experience. And that might be, for some people, that might be... Frustrating? Yes. <laughs> But it's something that I find really fascinating, and it's one of the things I try to put a lot in my designs, uh, which is one reason why I never really felt my designs were super commercial. Uh, and it's why I'm still very excited and amazed when a game does resonate with people, the way that Table Battles seems to be doing. So, you know, I'm but working I'm on... Humbled. No, I'm humbled. <laughs> I'm humbled. I'm... You know, believe me, the fact that, that we're doing this full-time... I, I feel so blessed and I feel so humbled. The fact that I get to spend every day with you. And this has been... That, for me, is the best part. I get to spend all day with you. By the time this comes out, uh, it will have been about a year since I put in my notice at my day job and started working at Holland Spiel full-time. This has been the, the best year of my life. And uh, the best part of it is that I've got to spend it with you, Mary. Now, tomorrow, uh, we're recording this on... Thursday, because uh, the eighth, the eighth, because Friday the ninth is our wedding anniversary, and you have been married to me for fourteen, 14 years. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. <laughs> it's just, it's just the the. I'm bad at I'm bad at addition and subtraction and, and math. Uh huh. You know, um, so tomorrow we're having a day off. We are not. We are not doing any work tomorrow. We are not designing anything or playtesting anything or laying out anything or answering any emails or putting in any orders tomorrow. We will do that on Saturday because we work every every day. And we're going to have a day where we're not working and we're just hanging out. And that's why we're recording this today on Thursday. Usually we record on Friday. But Friday we're going to be out doing something. I'm not sure what yet. Part of the problem with having your wedding anniversary in... February 
is that it's really cold out and there's lots of snow on the ground and you can't really go and have a romantic picnic or anything, but, uh, you know, we'll make do. It feels different now, too. I mean, in the beginning, it was, that's the day my dad died. Yeah. And it's the day that we got married. The happiness is always tempered by the grief. I think there's less grief. The thing about time, I think, is with the passage of time, grief lessens and happiness grows. So the longer you live with, with grief, it, it it does diminish. And the longer you live with someone and live with happiness, it, it, it grows from year to year. I'm awfully glad of that. I still can't believe you married me. I'm really glad that you did, but I still can't believe that I lucked out and got you. You're you're quite a catch. I'm <laughs> I got the good end of this deal. You know, sometimes uh when people talk about Hollenspiel, there are times when when they'll say Tom Russell did this or Tom Russell does that and they leave Mary out and that really infuriates me because you really are the secret ingredient. You you are the the magic that makes this work that makes me work and I couldn't do anything without you and we couldn't do this together without both of us thank you so much for being my Mary I love you babe I love you too and I think uh, think that's it for for, uh, this week guys Uh, Boom and Zoom should be coming out in I don't know a week or two we're working on it Um, talk to you guys later Bye.